Welcome to What's Good Under the Hood. Welcome to another edition of What's Good Under the Hood, the podcast. And today, come on, go. We no, we're not win. doing cowboy. We're coming up on Thanksgiving, so we're <laughs> gobble, 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 gobble. Rob Sanders from Fox Sports Radio 1400. Rob, what's up? What is that, man? And Greg Hood, owner of Moss of Columbia. What's good under the hood, bro? I am very concerned about that cowbell, man. When I saw that sitting next to you. Don't do it. Yeah. Every, everybody true. needs a little cowbell. Everybody you know? needs more cowbell. I, I, we may have a live beat down on the show if he keeps ringing that damn cowbell. You know what? The, damn the good cowbell. news is, I'm right with you. That might that might draw some traffic. <laughs> me beating the crap out of Andy Woods. His ass beat on the podcast. I'll tackle him. You pound him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there'll be no pounding going on. Yeah, that. I say we jump right in. All right. Yeah. Uh, infrastructure bill. Lots of talk about that in Washington, D.C., among the political people. How mm. is the new infrastructure bill, do you think, going to affect the automobile industry at this point? Well, you know, they're, they got two parts to it, the Build Back Better, and then they've got the one that they're working on coming up. And they both impact it. I mean, there's a lot of money in there for their climate change initiative, but part of it is uh, money going toward electrification or toward um, fuel cell technology. And I, I actually, because we had talked about it earlier, I made a couple of notes so I wouldn't get the numbers wrong, but uh, they've got $3.5 billion that they're going to assist the manufacturers with uh, converting factories over to electrification. And then $3.7 billion uh, incentives and other stuff, which are tax breaks and all that. And then they have some uh, some Department of Energy money, another $3 billion. They're talking about um, assisting them with or loaning out to them to uh, reconfigure their plants to make electric vehicles. That's a lot of money. And then they're proposing in Congress right now $50 billion. And I, there were some specifics on that. Um, a lot of loans, a good portion of it, tax breaks for buying a car. So they're really getting into the subsidy game. Remember we talked about it last week? Yeah. Um, a little bit about, you know, the the other governments are doing it. So they're knee deep in the automotive industry. Uh, the one thing that, uh, and we'll get deeper into that later on, but, you know, Toyota is actually going now the hydrogen route again. Um, and that is, th- but this this stuff here says, not only electrification, but for fuel cells. So there's money going uh, for multiple things there. How do you run a car on a hydrogen cell? I don't understand the hydrogen cell thing. Well, a cell is just, they call it a cell because it's what's holding the fuel. And it's not a gas like you're going to get going up to the pump where it can be exposed. Um, it has to be a direct connection. It would be, I, I guess, I don't know 100%, but it probably be likened to propane where you hook something up and it puts the fuel in there. And then it has to have that cell uh, to hold it. And that is part of the problem in making sure that they're safe. We, you made a funny about it a week and a half or two weeks ago about, um, you know, being a rolling bomb or something. Yeah, right. um, That's what the Hindenburg was made with. That's correct. Hydrogen. And remember, I said, oh, the humanity. It didn't turn out well. <laughs> no, it didn't. Uh, but they're not going to have an open fuel cell like that. It'll be a little more closed in. So, But there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. For years, there's, you know, I grew up in Sacramento. And uh, sorry, <clears throat> why well, are you? What are you sorry about this? California. Okay. <laughs> well, that's where I was born. I'm an eighth generation native California, and I escaped. Congratulations! But there was a building along Interstate 80 in Sacramento, um, and it was uh, a collective of all the manufacturers, or a lot of the manufacturers, and they even had their logos on the building. 
and I think it was in collaboration with the government, if I'm not mistaken, but they were working on hydrogen technology uh, back then. So they've been uh, working away at it. And, you know, as we talked about, there's a lot of problems with electric cars in certain places, like where we live or in the middle of the country where you uh, can't go very far on a charge, you know, although they're getting better at that. I saw something Mercedes now uh, went 400 miles on a, on a charge in a car, which is, that's pretty far. Now you're getting into the, the, you know, the normal area of where people well, can go. I, I have a question about that. And uh, actually this was in my, my other notes that I left at home. Cause I'm a dummy. When you were talking, you're talking about a charge, right? And they can, let's say they get 400 miles on a charge. How long does it take? Are they getting to a point now where you can pull up and recharge in a matter of minutes or does it take an hour or what? Well, how long does that take? I, it kind of varies as to where you're charging it, but I did read something and I can't remember which manufacturer it was, but it may have been General Motors. Um, that they came up with some really super fast charge uh, ability, which is in a matter of, you know, four or five minutes. Um, because and it had something to do with the cord, being right. able to deliver that kind of power. Is that what you saw too? Yeah, something like that. I just wonder because like if you're going to, I think for these cars to get to a point where, and, and this is just my opinion from somebody who's from the outside, for me to even remotely consider buying one of these cars that's an electric vehicle and I have to have the ability to tote my kids with it. My wife wants to go to Illinois every year. And you say tote, tote, tote. Yeah, we got we got tote groceries and kids. That's how we look at things. But uh, no. So but for that to happen, though, she's going to drive up there in this car. She has to have the ability to be able to refuel it. How long is that going to take? And then does she have to it's going to have to get to a point where she can. Okay, there's a charging station that's, you know, easy for her to get off the interstate and go and charge it. Well, that's part of that one point seven trillion dollars that they're talking about Ooh. spending is okay. that they're that they're gonna put in the infrastructure to support it. I mean, just like right now over uh, in Lexington, they where that new roses just went in. Mm. Um, I think they've got ten or twelve uh Tesla charging stations and that's right off of twenty. Right. So as soon as you get off the interstate and they're starting to pop up in other places, Walmart's got one over there off of 26. So, you know, and the government's supporting that, you're going to see more and more. And as a matter of fact, I just bought uh, chargers for our new dealership, bought one that for in the shop. And then I bought one that is out in the parking lot that will have um, two, two places to charge at one time. We're still, Maz is still a ways off from delivering an electric vehicle here. Right. They, they did it in California uh, with the MX 30 and it's a cool car, but it just doesn't have very good range. Um, but, you know, they're planning ahead. And as part of that, I had to purchase the um, the stands. How much do those cost? Um, that's a great question because it depends on what kind you buy. So the one that I purchased for the inside of the shop was only 1500 bucks, But the one outside, and this is just for the equipment, the one outside was $7,500. And then I have to buy the <clears throat> software and for this and it's kind of a three-year program you get and the reason you have software and i haven't made a decision yet i don't know where the market is i don't know what we're doing but i made a decision to put them in there but i haven't made a decision of whether or not we'll actually charge customers uh to charge uh, up to charge up but coming with that particular charging stand um i have the ability to control it i have the ability to shut it off at night i have the ability to do all that stuff just through uh, my computer program with it because I ran through the whole deal with me the other day. Right. I was kind of surprised that it was not more mm -hmm. money. Um, I know this. I talked to my partner and he said uh, at his Hyundai store uh, in Charlotte, I think he spent 90 grand or 95 grand on four of them. They were charging a whole lot more money for the ones that they were doing. 
so I felt like I got off pretty good with that with a with quite a bit lesser amount of money, but I think they're coming down and they will just through sheer volume. You know, it's a, uh, it's just the way stuff works. You make enough stuff pretty soon, the cost of building it becomes less. So, um, but with that kind of money flowing into, uh, by the government into doing it, I don't, I think the one concern you had of her being able to recharge, I think that that'll kind of go away now. Speed, Eventually down the road. Yeah. And I, I think the speed of it is probably more of a hindrance than it would be anything else. I'm not sure I'd want at this juncture, I'm not sure I'd want my wife and kids go on a trip and then have to sit in a parking lot somewhere for 20 minutes. You know, right. there, there's a little exposure yeah. uh, in that. And, you know, but you're in the middle for, of the night and you're plugging in. But, for, you know, for John Q. American, that's, you know, the average person, I think that's something that if we're going to get to a point where we have the electric vehicles, the ability to refuel and recharge and all of that, I mean, it has to get to a point where it's simple or People are just going to say, I mean, everybody wants that life of convenience. You know, we got to have the microwave society. We got to have it right now. And until they get to a point where, look, I can fuel this thing up and it'll get me 400 miles and then I can sit for five minutes and then get another 400 miles out of it. Once they get to that, I think people may get into it a little bit more. But until then, it's like, oh, great. You're driving a Jetsons car. They should have a a mandatory coffee shop with each charger that's open 24-7. So that five or six minutes, you can go in and get you a, a coffee and, and, a, and a Danish and maybe a breakfast sandwich. Andy should be like in Congress. These are some you're congressional a, ideas. Well, with $1.7 they should be able to give us a freaking coffee shop with every charger. I think you should. Which, for that kind of money, they should give everybody a coffee shop. But it's, it's going to actually end up being more like $5 trillion than $1.7 trillion, So there's plenty of money for coffee shops, exactly. one per charging station. Yeah, except for a cup of coffee, it'll be $7,000. No, the coffee and the and the pastries and the breakfast sandwiches they should be included. There's no inflation. This isn't Inflation's happening. a good thing, this according is, to This isn't happening. Jim you know, I, can, I, can, I know. She, yeah. she mentioned that. Yeah. You know, she has got it under control. Dork. Hey, hey, easy. hey, sorry. Do not call I, my name out on the show in front of everyone, <laughs> sir. We will not have that. We're, we're not getting political. We're just going to brush by it. Sorry. Yeah. You know, but it, but I will say this is that the majority of the uh, America now understands that something changed. And that is, is that we have, um, we are facing inflation and they are printing money and it is, they're handing it out like it's candy. And um, that does become an issue. Um, and I, I got a, I think the biggest grind I have with the whole thing, <clears throat> there's, they're subventing, um, my industry and shoving something in every, down everybody's throat of what they agenda they want us to have. The industry wasn't really prepared for it, but in order to make the car affordable, they have to give a subsidy to the customer that's buying it. I mean, currently I don't, I don't know how much money they have, but there were, uh, $7,500, I think in California for. Uh, tax breaks for buying an electric vehicle. And, you know, well, why should the government participate in our car? I don't, I don't know about that. I agree with you. Yeah. Hands off. Is that a first time? (laughs) Write it down. Might be. I just, I don't know, you know, so because the, the real problem I see is, is that because things like that start and things like that end. So they start by giving out money and then they end and they take away the money because they run out of money and then, then the, it, it will make whatever business and take electric cars. It'll make them check up. If, I mean, the $7,500 in a car payment, do you know what that equals? I mean, yeah. how do you mean about 150 bucks a month, 140, $150 a month yeah. at today's interest rate. So 
you know, if, if you're not going to, if you've got a subsidy today and then you don't have it tomorrow, now your car becomes $140 a month more, you know, and, and we're already seeing a shift with fuel prices. Once again, shifting, working their way toward, you know, four and a half, five dollars, some places well over that out in California. But when you're even in the $3 zone, it starts when you are pumping that gas and you're looking at that thing running off. So you go, shoot, I just spent $70. You didn't spend $70, you know, six months ago. Um, but that starts adding up too and starts affecting our industry because most people don't pay cash for a car. And so they are having to make a payment. And if they're paying a hundred dollars more in fuel every month and more for a cheeseburger or a steak or whatever, then it, it, it's painful and it's going to hurt us all. So that's my soapbox. Yeah. And well said, Greg Hood of Mazda you. Columbia. You're the best. I have another question for you. Yeah, we, we have to talk sorry. about, uh, I'm sorry, Andy, we, we, you know, it's the day after Thanksgiving. So we have to, we got to talk about Thanksgiving a little bit. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Did I do that right? That sounded, that sounded, that was. <laughs> Turkey. Uh, I learned that from my father. Do you have a favorite Thanksgiving thing that, that you have? I mean, like uh, there's certain things that we do at our house, but um, is there something that you do for Thanksgiving that's a tradition that uh, that may seem quirky to some? No, I don't have a quirky tradition. I mean, I go to my mother-in-law's every year because uh, my kids are there and we, you know, it's a, it's a tradition for them more than anything. But I just heard Brody's tradition and he eats breakfast for thanksgiving and he brody eats pizza from, at christmas yeah. yeah brody from our sister station wnok who uh yeah oh, he so eats brody. pizza on christmas and he eats he'll go have a full breakfast with they go to some restaurant where his grandfather goes and they have this big plate of breakfast and he said that's my thing i goes i don't do turkey and all that brody's a weirdo <laughs> i think that's brody a great idea great. he's great breakfast yeah, anytime that. is good i love brody but he's a weirdo he's our weirdo though He's your weirdo, but he's exactly. a great, he's a great guy. He really is. Andy, do you have a tradition? I don't. Well, I went to my. Uh, we're taping this prior to Thanksgiving, right? For full. What are they yeah, we, we can step behind. We can Disclosure. step behind the curtain here. <clears throat> we have plans. My, I was, I'm going up to see family, and I was talking to a family member, and they said we're having potatoes. We're having potatoes for Thanksgiving. That's it. There's no turkey. We're going to do turkey and all that for Christmas, but we're going to have like loaded potatoes. Oh, like a baked potato? Like lo loaded baked potatoes, yeah. Oh, that's not hateful. I like that. I'll probably be loaded when we eat them, so they'll be even better. So, yeah. <laughs> Andy hasn't had a carb since like 1994. So I did. I had some candy earlier today, and I had they, the, the people. No, they do. They have Doritos, little bag, little bags of Doritos, just the kind that's large enough to just piss you off and make you want more. I, I had some of those today, the Cool Ranch. And I had some cool ranch. You're not my favorite. I like that's all it's we straight have. Straight up, a, straight up Dorito. I can do cool ranch amount. So my, I, miss, I miss the taco flavored Doritos. Yeah, those are really yeah, good. Are good. They're gone now. Chunky boy going crazy over here. But uh, tradition at my house is that uh, you know we we bought the house next door to my mother in law. So my mother in law ends up we end up going over there, and then we'll have like so that's a true mother in law's quarters over there. Well, no, it's like her house. I know, but I'm, yeah. it's yeah. yeah, it's her quarters. So, but uh, it'll you. be we'll be over there with uh, <laughs> with our kids and all that. My kids play in the leaves. I rake the yard, and then the kids play in the leaves, and then we get pictures of that. But then that night, my mother in law buys really cheap wine, and her and I get sloshed, and then we play cards. Before you get sloshed, can you bag up the leaves because I can turn those into mulch. Oh, well, I mean, if you want the leaves, but Always. no, it's just, uh, it's really funny because uh, uh, the two of us are just, just, just 
just messed up on cheap wine. So how do you feel the next day? Oh, not very good at all. Absolutely not very good at all. But yeah, we get we get messed up on cheap wine and we play uh, we play uh, rummy. Are you working on Friday? Oh yeah, I'll be in here with a hangover on Friday. How, the big bottles of cheap lovely. wine, or the or the just the regular size bottles. Sometimes, sometimes she gets. I don't know what she gets. Uh, I think we had a box one year. Yeah. And oh I was yeah, just you're like, living the dream. Yeah, box wine, little Franzia. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean it's uh, you know we have like a big huge feast <clears> and all that, but it's you know we're at the point now where her and I get sloshed and uh, the kids make fun of us. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't really drink much, and you know normally, but. Yeah, that's that's kind of our thing, getting drunk and playing cards. Nothing like setting an example for the kids. <laughs> yeah, the kids are like, why does dad sound like he's lost his mind? Uh, it's that purple stuff grandma gave him. There you go. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And thanks for watching and listening. <clears throat> Excuse me. What's good under the hood? Greg, Rob, see you next time. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble.